1: And I'm joined by my co-host and fellow dino expert, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the third part of the Jurassic World trilogy and was labeled as the final film of the Jurassic Park franchise. This is the science fiction action film, Jurassic World Dominion, which was written by Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow. And Colin Trevorrow, back to direct after directing Jurassic World. So, Taylor... You know, we saw Jurassic World. That was a huge film to bring back Jurassic Park into the pop culture Uh, that made over a billion dollars and was a big hit. Then they made Fallen Kingdom. Wasn't as well received from people. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. Still made well over a billion dollars. And we knew that we were going to get Jurassic World 3, whatever that was going to be titled. Finally, it was listed as Dominion. A lot of stuff happened with the pandemic, so it was a four-year gap since Fallen Kingdom, but we had Dominion, and we knew that we're going to have our original cast members from Jurassic Park mingle with our current Jurassic World to have this kind of epic, the finale of two stories of what Jurassic Park and Jurassic World set up to end with this, and the big, of course, you know, cliffhanger of Fallen Kingdom that now dinosaurs are in our world They're not just some island in Costa Rica. They're here, and they're all over. So, Taylor, before we go into our review, this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Give us a brief synopsis of Jurassic World Dominion, and then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty.
0: Absolutely. So um, the film Jurassic World Dominion is set four years after the events of Fallen Kingdom, after Fallen Kingdom, uh, dinosaurs had been released, not dinosaurs have been released out into the uh into the wild. Um I, I'm trying to do Goldblum here, not trying to uh been out released out in the world, we're living among humans. And now we're seeing the after effects of now the dinosaurs living alongside humans, how humans are kind of trying to coexist with them. And you know, we see at the start of the film, there's a, a newsreel showing all what's going on, and we're kind of left our characters. So we have Owen Grady and Maisie Lockwood living together with Claire. And Claire's kind of being like a sort of like an eco terrorist. She's trying to, you know, steal, steal these and save these dinosaurs that are, there's a lot of dinosaurs being mistreated. They're being sold off like cattle. And um, we also have this new, uh Biosyn, which is this kind of new 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 evil corporation. <laughs>
1: new new, that, exactly.
0: The, the new <laughs> new. And they are basically using um you know their technology and using the dinosaurs that are living and other DNA for nefarious purposes. And we're seeing the effects of that. So we're we're following you know Owen and Claire trying to protect Maisie because she is this clone and that all this information got out. And then we have the original cast um trying to uh, find out what's going on with this biosyn. And we have Owen uh, and we have Dotson. Lewis Dotson, if anyone remembers Dotson. We got Dotson here. We actually have him here. Dodson yeah. In this film, uh, he comes back. And so we are kind of following these two plots as they're kind of hurling together um, to find out how we can fight them and this dinosaur threat. And then the movie was just a mess. <laughs> this movie... To quote to quote two uh, quotes from the Jurassic Park movie, this a big pile of shit, and all over the place it really was and i mean if that was a long-winded answer that's 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 how i can describe it
1: And you know what? my first problem with this movie is we should not have been okay that dinosaurs are just in our world no it's been four years and people are they they say like on the news typically a year there's only 37 human deaths from dinosaurs are you kidding me We watch every Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movie. Any chance a dinosaur gets to eat a human, they will. Because what? They're dinosaurs. They're hungry. They're going to eat. They're carnivores. And they're not easy to kill. No. And so I'm just baffled by if now dinosaurs have not only, remember, in this world, in, in in the Jurassic Park franchise, most of them are female. They can reproduce on their own. So there's been more dinosaurs made. There's been new breeds of dinosaurs made. But the fact that it's like they just coexist and they're like thirty like thirty seven deaths a year, I highly doubt that. I think what was expected from this film was more chaos, more the world has gone to shit because dinosaurs are not supposed to be part of our ecosystem. Humans are the top part of the you know the food chain, uh, and yes, we have some wild animals in different parts of the world that are, you know can be a little dangerous, but for the most part, we have that handled. Dinosaurs would throw everything off. They would throw not only about humans, but they would, you know, we have that shot at the end of Fallen Kingdom where the T-Rex is looking right at the, uh, you know, a lion at like the zoo. And clearly I thought, Oh, we're going to see the next scene where the T-Rex eats the lion and just shows you how crazy and powerful these are. Not the case. So I think that was flaw number one is that it seems a little too simple that dinosaurs exist. And we have like, yeah, like cute, like, you know, Oh, Owen Grady lives up in Montana and he has those dinosaurs with, they have like the, Elvis pompadour bill and, and they're just they're like cattle they're just running around and like herding like sheep uh and the horses are running alongside them and nothing's going on it's like oh yeah easy peasy blue has now a new baby raptor named beta and they kind of live off in the woods and hunt and come by every now and then to say hey what's up what's up dad good to see you you know and we get kind of plot one of like yeah we have some you know seedy looking guys who come into town and they're like yeah i found grady and he's got the clone with her
0: i'm like what it's it's such like a old western thing basically like we're doing a modern western
1: (laughs) it was just like so like how do we how do we set this plot up so these people kidnap not only maisie but beta so they have now the baby raptor and maisie and of course claire and owen are very like you know, we promised to kind of be parentals to her to take care of her. So Owen's like, we're going to get her back. But also Blue is like super pissed because it's her baby. And, you know, Owen's like doing his hand, his force move to her. And he's like, I'm going to get her back. And Blue actually bites his hand. Clearly she's pissed. Because that's really plot one is like you have, they're going to go off and try to find Maisie in beta. And some of the stuff they do with Owen and Claire, I thought actually was really cool with like, Them going to Malta, they get to meet up with uh, Barry, who was uh, in Jurassic World, was the fellow raptor trainer with Owen. And we do see this whole scene where like there's a black market and dinosaurs are being sold for parts, for goods, uh, to eat, uh, for weapons. And we get then, this is where it kind of felt like this is Jurassic World meets Fast and the Furious. We have this random girl who looks. You know, what she reminded me of. She looked like the chick from The Incredibles who works for Syndrome. Oh yeah, he looked like a, a a real world realized version of that. And they have these new kind of version of Raptors who are quite fast, but a little shorter. And if they have a laser tagged onto someone, which is kind of a little bit what they kind of did in that first movie, they'll hunt and kill them until they you know get their prey. So it did lead to, I thought it was really one of the best sequences of the movie, was this, this running chase scene, motorcycle chase, car chase with these four raptors was one of the highlights of the film. That was a really cool sequence. But this chick like, shows up and then we never see her again. Like, it was just, and again, like, a, oh, I guess Biosyn has assassins and random people working around the world. And speaking of Biosyn, Taylor, my problem with Biosyn being in this film, being like the central villain and and, and being like, is that we should have had cookie crumbles from Jurassic World that Biosyn has been that big a company.
0: Yeah, what what, what happened was these last two films, we have Jurassic World as an entire trilogy, same director, great. The problem is we have like basically a new evil or new bad guy every, you know, it's like James Bond, you know, oh yeah, okay, you know, we knew villain, but at least we knew like in those there's an overarching thing like Spectre. Biosyn should have been from the get-go, and so then you have some character, they might as well had no one. Why do we have Dodson, you know, who we haven't cared about since the first movie. And he has like a quick cameo. You might as well have Dennis Nedry come back. Oh, he survived. Wayne Knight survives. Have been that better. would have
1: been great. Can you imagine? Somehow he survived. He has like a fake arm. Half his face is ripped off. He wears like a mask and he's just like, look, look, you know, like I actually I would have appreciated that point more because
0: just because ha- we already have this ridiculous plot going on. Let's just make it let's just go for broke.
1: Well, let's let's get to the main the the, the biggest issue of this movie. This is a movie supposed to be about dinosaurs. 60% of this movie is focused on locusts. <laughs> that should have been writing room 101 dump that idea. So they you know the, the idea this is like this is like Elon Musk sense of like world domination uh, uh you know um it's like oh we have B.D. Wong back as Henry Wu when I'm going to get to my big uh, gripe about that. And he's been taking some dino DNA, mixing it with locusts so that they become bigger. The idea is that these locusts will be able to go after crops that they want to so that only the world will have to buy biosyn crops. So essentially being like, let's kill off the other competition, you know, the the competition, uh, you know, businesses, and then everyone will have to buy from us. But of course, these locusts being that they have dino DNA in them are hungry for everything. And they're just taking out all types of crops and they're going rampant. And so it's like, oh, we have to stop the locust. Just so stupid. Everyone's talked about how this is such a dumb plot point. I hate this. Locust was a bad idea. We've never cared about bugs in this whole series, minus for the mosquitoes that actually, you know, were taken out of the amber to make. Why are we what locust? Locust was their idea so stupid. I hated this so much. (laughs) But my gripe about Henry Wu in this movie is we were kind of set up in Jurassic World that return of this character was that he was a little nefarious the whole time that maybe he got in the job with John Hammond. He did what he did to start Jurassic Park when all that went away.
0: He was contracted out like behind the scenes before Jurassic World. He's been, he's been working for maybe Biosyn the whole time.
1: And that would have been, we had those inklings in Jurassic World of, you know, obviously Vincent D'Onofrio has a whole wanting to do the Velociraptors as weapons. But then you have all these military guys and there's that one scene where they get off the island. And he's like, is everything going to be okay? And they're like, you're going to be well paid. Like, sort of like clearly another company has the stuff interested. And then with Fallen Kingdom, I thought it was going to be, oh, now we're going to see the other company. But then having that it's this Lockwood character that was always friends with John Hammond.
0: And we never heard about him ever. We just make up ever. this character.
1: <laughs> so this is where you're seeing like, you're just pulling at threads to try to find a way to connect this story. And now Henry Wu in his right should be still the, it actually would have made more sense that Henry Wu is the head of Biosyn. And more of that character from Jurassic World was like, you wanted bigger, stronger, more teeth. Instead in this, he is this weak, pathetic, beaten puppy dog who's like, I just, I need the clone's blood and I could fix all this if I only had Maisie's blood. And then we get this whole scene where he does talk to Maisie and he's like, no, you're not really a clone. You were birthed. All this stuff. And I was like, what?
0: Yeah, I know. And he yeah and he looks like he's always clutching his like his purse he's got, like a little sweater on he looks like henry Wu, in this one looks like he broke up with a girlfriend and he's just been depressed so he was like i would have rather not have him this movie because he was a waste of talent a waste of it
1: was talent. a waste of his time a waste of his story and you know going back to again yes this whole film is is a, a huge nostalgia bait so we do have back Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and, of course, our fan fave, Jeff Goldblum, back as their three characters. And Laura Dern is kind of in a similar thing that Claire's been doing, is she's been still hunting what has been going on, and she's following this whole locust story. So she goes to Alan Grant. She's like, look, there's these locusts. We got to go figure it out. Biosyn. And I do love that they throw in, like, so uh, how's, uh, how's your husband? Oh, we're divorced. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen in this movie. Maybe a little kiss. just uh, dumb. But it was also a point that someone I listened to on a review the other day. If you live in a world where now dinosaurs exist, why would you go back to digging?
0: <laughs> yeah. Alan Grant has forever been a paleontologist. He's still, you know,
1: he's just like back doing what he does. It's like, again, nostalgia. So they're going to go off to Biosyn. And this might have complained about the movie. If Biosyn is now just like popping up as this world company. You know, if it's been four years from Fallen Kingdom, unless we just never heard about them, there's no way they could have made that huge bunker slash lab slash this huge forest looking compound that they have up in the mountains for these dinosaurs to live in. And it's like a sanctuary. There's no way that could happen in four years. So it, it clearly had to have been that Biosyn's been around for a while. We just never heard about them. But we have Jeff Goldblum is back as Malcolm and he's been speaking at Biosyn as kind of like, uh, you know, he's like their, their chaotic expert that talks about these students of like, this is what happens with dinosaurs and blah, 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 blah. But secretly he's actually there to try to break down the system. And I was like, another plot that it kind of comes off like a James Bond wannabe of like, oh, he's been hired there to be their speaker, but he's secretly trying to be like, how do I break the system? Like, like, I'm like, it just comes, and even even this bad guy, of Dotson played by Campbell Scott, it's like the poor man was just given the worst dialogue. So he comes off very much like, "Oh, you guys want any coffee?" And uh, uh, anyway, uh, I, I got, I I, and he just walks away. And I went, "What the hell scene was that?"
0: Like I know he has awkward moments. Is like he's chewing gum, he's doing all this stuff, and then he's like has this weird relationship with this other character who I thought for a second. For nostalgia shake, they were going to say he was related to Samuel Jackson's character. You know, he was going to be an Arnold. And I was like, oh, he's going to lose an arm too. You know, so I was like, it just, yeah, it was like he wasn't menacing enough for a bad guy. He was just like the other two, like D'Onofrio. I wish they kept him. Like maybe he survived. It just, there was, I don't want everyone to survive. Dinosaurs survive, something has survived. um but yeah, it just didn't feel menacing enough. It was just awkward, you know, dialogue. His tantrums, remember,
1: remember the tantrums? He'd be like,
0: Oh yeah, he would like break stuff. Get to the like, ship, yeah. get to
1: the thing. And it'd be like, what? And it's just, yeah, it was, it was not menacing enough. But you have, so like, they're already there at the, the headquarters. And you could see how this is going to lead to, even though this is called Jurassic World, and the idea of Dominion was that we're going to be out in the world We had like 20 minutes of them actually in the world. And now we're going to be going to this, what is the equivalent of an Island, but it's a sanctuary surrounded by mountains where the dinosaurs just roam free in this kind of sanctuary. So Claire and Owen meet what I thought actually was a great character. We have Kayla Watts, who is this air force pilot who played by Dawana wise, just sassy, tough has these great one-liners. Uh, And she has this, it reminded me too of Indiana Jones. It's like an old school looking plane. Like for being 2022, it's an old school looking plane. You don't
0: fly this thing? Fly? Yes. Land? No. No. And, uh, you
1: know, she picks them up in Malta and they're off to go to this biosyn and they eventually, another thing that was like, how do you have this technology? There's an air space above the sanctuary that biosyn has that they have this technology set in place that pterodactyls won't attack them and then that goes away so then they're attacked by this giant you know you know flying dinosaur so then they're like Claire you gotta you gotta eject so Claire ejects so she's gonna be in one part of the island and the two of them crash land in like this frozen lake above which I was like so is this a dam that's been frozen confusing why this is here I guess again it's the mountains and whatever but they, like, survive fine. So I'm like, why did we make Claire eject? We all would have survived and been together. And they're way far away from each other. And then we lead to this dinosaur that honestly came off like this is the drag queen of dinosaurs. We have this new dinosaur that is tall, kind of like an ostrich. Clearly looks like it's blind. Its eyes are milky. And it has. it looks kind of bird-like. And it has these three nails on each hand that look like four feet long, like just scythes for days.
0: Well, and then I'm thinking that this thing is like, I thought it was like some sort of hybrid thing because because every dinosaur we've heard about, they've set it up. And because I didn't realize this is actually a real dinosaur, I had to look this up. And I'm like, okay, this looks freaky and it it looks like they made it up. So I'm like, I don't know what this is. Am I supposed to be scared of it or what? It was like really weird.
1: I love that there, there's, a, there's a species of deer that they've been able to bring back throughout the uh, big sanctuary. And that's just there, a natural thing so that the carnivores have something to eat. And this thing, first off, Claire is like stuck in a tree because she's in her little you know ejection thing. And, and the seat's stuck and the, the uh, parachute's stuck on this tree. And this thing shows up. And this thing is really tall, so it's also really creepy. And it has kind of like almost like a beak-shaped mouth. And this thing, first off, it sees a deer ahead and it just smacks the deer. Like it's it, like bitch slaps this deer. And I was like, what? I was laughing so hard because I thought, oh, we're going to see we're going to see this dinosaur demolish this deer and eat it. And that's what's going to be more terrifying for Claire. Nope. Just bitch slaps the deer. And then she gets on the ground floor. This thing is blind, at least. So I had a little bit of advantage. This, that's what it came off of. Like it couldn't see very well. And Claire then goes into this like green little pond to hide from it. I thought this was going to be a moment where we're going to have something in the water then attack her. But no, there's just nothing. So that was her like big scare scene. And she looks off after she kind of, once the thing kind of leaves, she can see in the distance, the ice pond and the airplane crash. And it looks like it's at least three miles away. Like it looks so far away. Meanwhile, Owen and Kayla, they crash land in this ice pond. They're getting out. They're like, how do we survive? And then we have a new raptor. And this thing, again, looks like a drag queen raptor. It just has all this like red and blue with a lot of feathers. And it can swim, apparently. So this was a, this was a kind of a nice, terrifying little moment. But the thing about this movie is we have so many of these scenes where like, our main cast get into danger and they survive that you don't really feel on the edge of your seat anymore.
0: Also, it seems to be a lot of these characters are superhuman. Like, in this thing (laughs) in Malta, these raptors are fast, but for some reason... Claire
1: is the Flash.
0: Oh, yeah. And also, the cuts were very weird. Like, you'd see a scene, like, there's one scene where... We'll talk about this in a second, but there's, like, a scene where Ian's kind of, like, hides underneath the car. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's over there. I'm like, where did... Like, you cut it weird. So I'm like, how the hell did he get over there? And so, like, there was no danger, and I really wanted not to be morbid, but I wanted to be on the edge of my seat. I want to be like, no one's going to, some of you are going to make it out of this alive.
1: Yeah. I did feel like this was going to be a movie where someone was going to die. And we don't really get that. Only our, our villain really gets his uh, upcomings at the end. And the other thing too, that they introduced in this movie, which was really stupid. And after, after making the Indominus Rex and that thing was so you know, just destructive and creepy and then you know we, you and I, are fans of the Indoraptor and kind of the haunted house slasher kind of inspiration they went with for them. The Fallen Kingdom, they introduced this new dinosaur that I guess was technically uh, again a real dinosaur. Was like the biggest, bigger than T Rex, the Giga Tyrannosaurus or whatever the hell it's called,
0: yeah. Gigantosaurus. I think maybe Giganta. Whatever <laughs> it, it was, just it was just
1: dumb because this thing just pops up. There's a bit of a battle with T Rex but they don't kill each other just, you know, and it's like, they're like with two apex predators in the same area, one is not going to survive. So you're like, okay, they're going to fight at the end, but this thing shows up, you know, we, we do finally get our old characters and our new characters all reuniting. And again, they see that there's this evil going on. There's this locust and all this crap and finding Maisie and then having to go find beta. And, and, I did think there was a strong scene of them trying to get into this little compound. This, it looked like a kind of like alien satellite little thing in the middle of the jungle uh, while the Giga San, you know, gigasaurus, whatever you call it, shows up. That was actually a cool scene because I, uh, I did appreciate that they did once again do a lot of practical effects for that dinosaur. A little bit of that magic from the original series of not all CGI. They had a giant puppet for a lot of the stuff. And some of the moments were terrifying. Like at one point, Maisie's climbing the ladder and the thing just puts its claws. It's I mean, it's jaws right around the thing and it's trying to close in and eat her. Chris Pratt having the ability that he knows. I know exactly when to do a somersault to get a, <laughs> avoid being eaten. He does it once in Malta. Uh, you know, they have two kind of uh, smaller T-Rex looking things going on. He's just like, let me time it. I'm like, He's been doing that since the beginning. I there was even that moment in Malta where um, uh, where uh, Barry you know they're trying to get the raptor to go into the cage again and he's like no you have to do it you have to do it he's like I was never good at timing this now do it now do it now and then he like <laughs> does a somersault and the raptor goes into the thing I'm like I just love that that's become a bit uh, but that was a that was a good terrifying yeah, moment he loves
0: the somersaults think about like Jurassic World when he, <laughs> he loves it's the somersaults.
1: somersaults but I did appreciate that even though we have our new and old cast together, and there was some great, I will say some of the best humor of the movie was just Goldblum and his commentary of being like, uh, you're uh, talking, you made a promise to a dinosaur, you have a dinosaur strapped to your back. Like a little bit of that commentary that is like, no one would ever do this, but it was funny that when they have this moment of, let's go off and find Beta, or we're going to go find Beta, you do that thing. So it's Maisie, Alan, and Owen, because Alan being a Raptor expert. Now everyone can do the force bit and control Raptors. Everyone can just put their hand up, and we're all fine. I mean, like, it just gets a little ridiculous with some of that. I will say, though, a little earlier, the whole scene of Alan, Maisie, and Ellie going through the mines, and those dinosaurs, like, like, I've seen those dinosaurs, like, on the... The train at Disneyland you know they have that scene with the dinosaurs yeah. and like the, the dinosaur, dinosaur rides. rides yeah those are that was actually i thought was a cool like felt a little more jurassic park because i was like oh there's something in here and there's just a bunch of them coming after well them. it
0: was a great way to introduce a new dinosaur that that didn't just feel like oh we're just putting in there for that reason because at first i thought it was a spinosaurus in there i'm like oh please i want revenge oh, you know, imagine
1: in. jp3 back for for vengeance and it was funny when malcolm's doing the whole like code and he's like uh, 1982. Uh, Rain came out. Uh, my wife's birthday. Like he didn't know. It. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have a whole gang back, and we now have to try to escape. And we got Beta. We got Maisie. We're good to go. Meanwhile, Dotson is like, I'm gonna try to leave because chaos is ensuing. And these locusts, he wants to burn all the locusts. He's like, let's just delete the evidence. If uh, there's no evidence, but these locusts, because of the Dino DNA, are so crazy. They break out and start going over the island or the forest, if you will. And they're just causing fires everywhere. So it's just chaos. And they're doing a whole evacuation situation. So now we have this evacuation. He's trying to escape. I did appreciate that, at least for him, they did bring back one dinosaur from JP, the original, our, our lovely little guy with the fan that uh, killed Wayne Knight in, the, in that film. But there's like a bunch of them in this one. And that was a cool moment too. Claire like. This was like, what? This one is looking at Claire. It screams in her face. And then Owen just comes up, choke grabs it and basically like spanks and is like, get out of here. <laughs> like, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We can just choke grab dinosaurs now. Okay. But that scene, <laughs> that scene when uh, <laughs> that's cracked me up, that scene when uh, Dotson's down, like in the, the cool, like he has that underground, like futuristic subway, system. subway yeah. station and uh he's trying to get out and we do have a little bit of that uh the, the barbasol can yeah it makes a comeback for the decision that these three or four of them are going to pop up to kill him and before they do their fans and they're all like you know yeah. you know stuff and then he goes what's your story that's the line you write is yeah. what's your story and then he gets of course Do you
0: you not know
1: the dinosaurs on your own island? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, did you not even bother to look at the ones you've been making? So obviously he gets killed and whatever. But now our characters are trying to escape. And then they're like, oh, we got to get out of here. Oh, no. Our big bad OG T-Rex shows up. And then the Giga Monster shows up. And now they're going to fight. And (laughs) Alan Grant's even like, it's not about us. (laughs) So this big battle... And, you know, you're like, oh, we got to get out of here, blah, blah. And then the drag queen one shows up with the long nails. And I just love how, what is, what is what, it's like Jurassic World is like, we always want to have our villain pinned against something. And at one point the T-Rex launches into the Giga Monster to like knock it over and it lands into the nails of the other one. And basically
0: they're repeating the death of, you know, the Indoraptor for the first one.
1: Yeah. Which journal is two for one. Uh. And then the T-Rex is like, you know, the two of them are like, hey, good job. We did that. I'm like, "Uh, whatever. So then they escape. And the movie ends with like, now the world will coincide with dinosaurs. Like we see like the one that's in the ocean that's so scary is now just like chilling with whales. And then we see like some triceratops are out in the plains of Africa with elephants. And like these. And I'm like, this is not this movie should have gone planet of the apes route. It should have been dinosaurs are everywhere and humans are trying to survive. And how do we, I thought, I actually thought when Dominion was coming out, I was like, the two things are going to happen. Either the dinosaurs will win or we find a way to eradicate the dinosaurs. Yeah. And neither happens. We do get a little bit of a closure with the locusts. BD Wong gets this great. Uh, it kind of reminded me of like Shawshank redemption or something. He's like out on the, on the like planes, like looking up at the sky and he's like, I did it. And like the locusts are like saved. <laughs> I like, what? With his long hair. But yeah, the movie <laughs> just, uh, it's like they could have gotten so much more horror, so much more intense stakes. And it's just a mess. And nostalgia bait. I mean, at one point, Laura Dern literally says to Alan Grant, he slid into my DMs about Ian Malcolm. And I went, oh God. Oh God. So yeah, it's just, you know, I appreciate the Dino moments in this film. The dinosaurs are always fun to watch, and especially with the CGI, the way it is today. there was some unique dinosaurs we had not seen in this, the franchise before, uh, some that kind of were wasted time. I liked some that came back. It was kind of fun to see the old characters, but realistically, minus really Laura dern I didn't feel like I feel like Al Grant was on autopilot, literally. He was so boring to watch. Um, at least Jeff Goldblum had a little bit of fun here and there with some lines. Uh, but even Chris Pratt, I feel like Chris Pratt didn't actually get to do like a lot of humor anymore. He was just kind of action dude surviving every situation. So not the ending I would have wanted, not the franchise closure. I, the movie's still making good money. So I do think we'll see, maybe 10 years from now, we'll see a reboot with a new idea. Uh, but for this last film, which is the weakest, not only of this trilogy, I think it's one of the weakest ones of the whole franchise, just because the story's a mess. Yeah, it's going to sit like at a four or five out of 10 for me. I just don't need to see it again. Minus some of the dino moments. And just, yeah, it's kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go four out of five, 10 as well. Because yeah, it just when you... It's again, the reality versus expectations. And they, they cut a lot of stuff out that I think they should have had in. And the plot was all over the place. And I just didn't feel the wonder or the edge that I felt in previous Jurassic Park films or Jurassic World.
1: They didn't realize that just because they could doesn't mean they should Uh, just, yeah, just, this is going to be one of those films where you're going to look back and go, I'll just rewatch Jurassic Park. You can continue while you can to see Jurassic World Dominion now playing in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast.